Some accolades for the Lions quarterback. It's a Wednesday. Locked on Lions. You are locked on Lions. Your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And here we go, everybody. Matt Derry with you. It is another episode of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Wednesday, October 18th into Thursday, October 19th. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to our everydayers who are out there, whether you're watching or listening to the podcast. We appreciate you having that dedication and watching us each and every day. People like my two new best buddies, Renee Schmidt. And Sheila Herringer. What's up to Sheila and Renee? And also my buddy Angus and Key West. A shout out, big Lions fan down in Florida. Follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And please subscribe and watch us for free on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Coming up today, Lions and Ravens. Going to be a slugfest. I want to get into that toward the end of the show. Jared Goff, some accolades today. No surprise. Injury concerns, so much so that Dan Campbell canceled practice today and the Lions had a walkthrough only. And I got to give you a history lesson. Why do I feel so good about this team at 5-1? and one? Why are there still the haters and doubters out there talking about history? I think I have an answer for you. All that coming up today right here on Locked On Lions. But uh, we thank you for being here. And checking us out wherever you get your podcast on Wednesdays. That is award day from the last week. And no surprise today, but Jared Goff was named the NFC's Offensive Player of the Week. It is the fifth time in his career that Goff has received this award. Three with the Rams, twice with the Lions. And uh, why not? I mean, what a game he had on Sunday against Tampa Bay. So efficient, 30 out of 44. 353 yards passing, the two touchdowns, one to Amon Ross St. Brown with a a great block from, come on, Craig, Craig Reynolds, and of course, the bomb touchdown to Jamison Williams. Um, Jared Goff's passer rating on Sunday was 107.5, all right? He just tormented a very good Tampa Bay defense, and when I say tormented, I mean every third down, it seemed, the Lions defense was getting off the field against Baker Mayfield. And every third down that the Lions had, Tampa couldn't get off the field. Goff kept converting, whether it was St. Brown, whether it was Josh Reynolds, Sam Laporta had a big third down catch. Uh, Obviously, J-Mo with the touchdown. Jared Goff is playing his best football right now. You got to have a quarterback in this league. All right, we're seeing it. Do you realize what they're doing in Chicago right now? There are people calling up the score, AM670, or ESPN 1000, AM 1000 in Chicago, and they're saying the following. Tyson Badgent's the answer. Screw Fields. We know he's hurt. We got bad. It's Badgent ball. They're excited in that town. All right? And I love Chicago. Don't get me wrong. Good, good city. I love Manny's Deli. Manny, I love Manny's Deli. Go to Manny's Deli. But they're talking about Tyson Badgent as the savior quarterback. It's pathetic. Here, we've got our guy, and he's not going anywhere. I mean, think about this. Jared Goff, all right? And look, 
yours truly, me, I was very guilty, very guilty of running off, not running off out of town, but kind of writing them off a couple of years ago. I said, yeah, they're going to have to draft a quarterback eventually. He's not the guy, right? No, I wasn't writing Carlos Menares or Monarez columns in the free press saying they need their Justin Fields. No, I wasn't doing that, but I just didn't have a lot of faith in number 16. But outside of Tua Tungavailoa of Miami and Brock Purdy, Jared Goff is number three in the entire NFL in passer rating. Tua is at 114.1. Brock Purdy is at 111.9 from the Niners. And Jared Goff is at the magic number of 105.1. Yes, the old Detroit sports 105.1. By the way, shout out. Uh, apparently Drew Lane and Mark and the crew at the uh, Drew at the Drew and Mike podcast were talking about me the other day. So what's up, fellas? Thanks for the love. Thanks for the shout out and the love. So it was a master class. Um, but anyway, Jared Goff is third in the league in passer rating, number three. All right, Josh Allen, the great Josh Allen behind him, Justin Herbert behind him, CJ Stroud, ooh, if anybody behind him. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, uh, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford. They all can't touch Jared Goff right now. Dudes at 105.1 passer rating. There are six quarterbacks over 100. Our guy's one of them. He's thrown 11 touchdowns this year. Just three interceptions. He's having a marvelous season. And you got to give credit to the coaching staff, Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, uh, Tanner England, all these people that are Mark Brunel, all of them that are working with golf. They've just given him confidence. He's playing with confidence. He's playing well. And he deserved that award this week. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. All right? When you're playing at this kind of level at the quarterback position and your offensive line is keeping you upright, you just go into games knowing and having the confidence that even if it's going to be close, your guy is going to pull it out. Your guy is going to make that throw. And what have we seen around the NFL this year? Bad quarterback play, all right? Lousy offense. This past Sunday, the two teams that are tiered ahead of the Lions in the NFC, at least allegedly, Philadelphia and San Francisco. All right. And yes, they were facing good defenses. Don't get me wrong. The Jets defense is very good. All right. The Browns defense, uh, they're top of the table. All right. They're big time. Jim Schwartz has done a heck of a job down there uh, on the lakefront in Cleveland. But Brock Purdy was brutal last week. Jalen Hurts was bad. So Goff faced a really good defense this week in Tampa Bay. And he performed at a high level. And he won Offensive Player of the Week. He didn't win it going up against the Vikings defense. All right? Or the uh, Panthers defense. Or the Patriots defense, which, you know, without Judon now and without Christian Gonzalez, they're brutal. They're brutal. So shout out to Jared Goff, NFC Offensive player of the week and didn't have David Montgomery for most of that game last week because he was, he got hurt. We know Jameer Gibbs has been out. We know Amon Ross St. Brown is not a hundred percent. 
All right. Uh, Jamison Williams finally caught his first touchdown of the season. You got a rookie playing tight end. And while Sam Laporta is immensely talented and good, he's still a rookie. Jonah Jackson did not play last week. Hal Vitae hasn't played the last few weeks. But yet, the offense keeps doing enough to win, and Jared Goff keeps silencing the critics. And the beautiful thing about it is he signed through next season, and he wants to be here, and I think they'll get a deal done probably in the offseason to, to extend him, keep him around. All right, so shout out to all you Hendon Hooker fans out there. Hey, woo, I like him too. But if you think somebody else is taking snaps, unless there's an injury, you're mistaken. He is playing tip-top football right now. Kevin Ostriker locked on Ravens tomorrow, the Thursday crossover. Excited about that. We'll learn more about Baltimore from uh, Kevin coming up today, though. Uh, got a little history lesson for you. And yes, Lions had so many injuries today, they canceled practice. You heard me correctly. That's not good. Uh, and if you miss Ross Tucker, by the way, the Ross Tucker football podcast on yesterday's show, um, Ross was awesome. So give that a, a, a spin if you missed it yesterday. All right. Our partners at uh, eBay Motors have teamed up with Lockdown Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prep, uh, prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire for your team, every week we are going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's edition of eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Let's stay in the division. Christian Watson is back, fully healthy for the Packers and set to keep uh, making a huge a huge second-year wide receiver impact for Jordan Love as a big play in red zone threat. Watson, before the week six bye, saw seven targets against the Raiders, catching three balls for 91 yards. He should be more locked in to producing with a good chance to score in a, a big matchup with the Broncos this week. Back on the road in the AFC West in week seven, Green Bay can exploit a struggling secondary well with what a secondary well with Watson's combination of size and speed. Christian also gets a terrific spot back at home in week eight against the Vikings. So here we go. Christian Watson this week, Vinny Iyer from lockdown fantasy football is going to help you with your fantasy championship and eBay motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They got everything, folks. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride for the first time, every time, or get your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. All right? Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Here's a great thing that I've discovered when I've gone on the website. It's easy to navigate. You find everything you need right there at ebaymotors.com. ebaymotors.com, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. All right, back on the program here. It is a Wednesday edition of a Lockdown Lions, another everydayer that is out there. The great Chris Druin from Sandler Sales. Oh, my goodness. CD is the best. Does great work. Um, all right. So before I get into this history lesson, let's talk about the injuries. This is kind of scary, to be quite honest with you. The Lions won Sunday. 
everybody came in on Monday. You know, they do a light workout and all this stuff, and they meet with the media and with Dan Campbell and everything else. Lions coaching staff today, because of all of the injuries, opted to cancel practice and instead went through a light walkthrough to arrest up the fellas. A lot of sore bodies. So due to a walkthrough, Lions still had to put out an injury report today at uh, 4.30. Check the report, Jim Caldwell. And so here's what the participation level was. Jonah Jackson, left guard, remains out with the ankle. David Montgomery, out with the ribs. Craig Reynolds, come on, Craig. A hamstring and toe injury, also out. Uh, limited today. Brian Branch, ankle. Got to get uh, Brian Branch back, especially this week against Lamar Jackson. Jameer Gibbs, hamstring, limited. Sam Laporta, limited, calf. James Mitchell, hamstring. Josh Pascal, knee. Frank Ragnow, toe. All right. Um, that, that, that's a long list of injuries on top of the guys that have been out for a while now. So I give Dan Campbell and the staff credit. And listen, the Lions are playing such good football right now that like not practicing today is not the end of the world. It takes them a little bit out of their routine per se, but this team needs to get healthy. All right. I worry that for Sunday against a good Ravens team, this is not a great Ravens team, but it's a good team. And really the two games I look on the schedule and go, I mean, I think the Lions can win 12, 13 games this year. And 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 I think they'll stub their toe in a game that they're supposed to lose. And maybe they'll win a game like at Dallas or even this week where they're underdog, where they're not supposed to. But this game and the Dallas game, to me, are the two toughest games left on the schedule. None of the teams in the division scare me, right? Uh, maybe at New Orleans will be a tough game. Uh, by the way, Sam Bernstein, call Sam. They're uh, they're sending you to New Orleans. How many times do you hear that commercial? Um, but otherwise, you know, like at the Chargers, did anybody watch the Monday night game the other night? How many Lion fans are going to be at that game? It's going to be all Lion fans. Dallas had 70% of the stadium the other night. Lion fans will be all over uh, L.A. and SoFi Stadium. But big list of injuries there, and the Lions got to get healthy, right? They're going to need Jameer Gibbs. Sunday. They're going to need Brian Branch Sunday if they want to beat the Ravens. I think those two guys are going to be important in this game uh, and they need them back. But that's a rarity that you get a missed pra uh, all those guys out and a, a just a complete cancellation of practice just to run them through a walkthrough just so they can get their bodies healthy. I found that to uh, be very interesting. All right. Um, history lesson for you. Why is it that Lion fans are so jacked up about this team. Why is it that national media like Stephen A. Smith and others have the Lions number one in the league? A lot of it is the Lions and what they've done, right? We've talked about the building, et cetera. But I was thinking about this. And I was talking to my one of my crack, uh, members of my crack research staff. Um, he knows who he is. And he brought up a great point to me. Since 1992, a little history lesson, since 1992, all right, so everybody that says, well, the Lions haven't won the division all these years, one playoff wins since 57, they always gag, this and that, right? But think about this for a second. Since 1992, 
the Lions have stared at in their division twice a year either Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. 1992. That was 21 years or 31 years ago. 31 years ago. This is 2023. Brett Favre had his long run. I almost said 21 years ago. 31. Brett Favre had his long run. Then Aaron Rodgers had his run. I understand in the middle there was Matt Flynn and uh, I think the magic man, Don Mikowski, played a little bit. But regardless, Favre into Aaron Rodgers for 30 years. 30 years. So here's a key for this season for the Lions. They're not there. Rodgers, eh, gone. Brett Favre, eh, gone. They're not there. And it is such a big drop-off to Jordan Love. It is. And you look at the Hall of Fame quarterbacks that are left in the NFC today. Who you got? Who's playing right now that you could say definite Hall of Famer? Because when when the Lions had good teams and they were getting burned by Brett Favre to Sterling Sharp, they were getting burned by Aaron Rodgers to Richard Rodgers, all right? And that's the last I'll say of those names. You had Hall of Fame quarterbacks other places too, whether it was Joe Montana or Steve Young or Troy Aikman or whomever. All right, around the division, around the NFC, Drew Brees, right? You had to contest with that. You had to contend with that. Now, what, you could make an argument for Matt Stafford, I guess? Dak Prescott, I guess. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Heck, I don't think Stafford is either. I mentioned before, Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy are above you in terms of if you're doing the hierarchy of the NFC teams. Those are the quarterbacks of those teams. Dak Prescott scare you? No. Kirk Cousins and the division scare you? No. Jordan Love? No. The Bears, Fields, and now the Savior, Tyson Badgett? Heck no. When the Lions play the Saints, they're going to be playing Derek Carr. Are you terrified of Derek Carr? No, you're not. This Sunday, Lamar Jackson is pretty darn good, but he's beatable. So I think the Lions, knowing that the success window is wide open right now this season, go back to what they've had to have faced for 30 years in knowing that even when they had really good teams, they had to face Brett Favre twice and Aaron Rodgers twice. And that being wiped away is enormous. It is. It's just immense. So. We'll see. See how this all plays out, but that's a big, big elephant off their back um, when it comes to thinking about this team contending. And they've got a pretty darn good one themselves in Jared Goff. And if Jared Goff takes this team to the Super Bowl, you might as well put him in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that's an accomplishment itself. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I am. All right, uh, coming up next, I, I think Sunday is going to be a slugfest. My goodness, we will discuss that uh, coming up next. But Locked On Lions is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you think about BetterHelp, it is simple. Therapy and an opportunity to talk to somebody 
to get some help and to do it online and to do it at your own pace. All right. Like you ever feel like your train, your like your, your, your brain is getting in its own way. It's like a runaway freight train and you just don't know what to do. Talk to somebody, get some help. All right. If you're thinking of starting up therapy, there's only one website to check out and that's better help. They are awesome. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And what's great is you can switch therapists anytime and it doesn't cost you anything. No additional charge. Make your brain your friend with our friends at BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. So on Friday, we are going to be talking to a young man who is a enormous Lions fan. He was one of my students when I taught at U of D Jesuit High School. And he is now a media relations intern for the Ravens this year. His name is Noah Taluki. And I want to just check in with Noah. We're going to have Kevin Ostriker on tomorrow to really break the game down from Lockdown Ravens. But I want to check in with Noah on Friday because it's a really cool story. The Lions are playing the Ravens and it's like the Taluki Bowl. All right. So it's, it's, it's cool. One thing I was talking about with Noah is just in text messages, because like I said, I mentor the kid and he's he's awesome. Uh, he's not a kid anymore. He's a young man. But this Ravens defense, regardless of what bodies you put in there, right, whether it was the old days with Ray Lewis and 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 everybody else up front and all the guys that they had, um, they just get the job done. They just hold you in check. Tampa's really good on defense. All right. They had Antoine Winfield. We saw the kind of game. Levante David had the other day. He was tremendous. Shaq Barrett's good. Like they, they, they're good. But there's something about going to Baltimore and just knowing it's going to be a slobber knocker. It's going to be a slugfest. And I love the fact that the Lions have matched the intensity and the physicality of all of these teams that they've played so far this year. All right. Tampa was real physical. Um, uh, you know, it wasn't, wasn't Carolina. You know, the Seattle game was semi-physical. Like, you just, you know when you play some of these teams, it's going to be a slugfest. And that's no different for this weekend. All right, when the Ravens have lost their two games, you know, what, 17-10 to Pittsburgh? They didn't, they didn't give up many points, right? Baltimore is just built a certain way, and the Lions emulate it to an extent. I think the Lions' offense has been better I think the Lions receivers and backs are better than the Ravens, all right? And we, of course, had the discussion about Lamar Jackson over the summer when people were speculating, why don't the Lions try to get Lamar Jackson? Lions weren't doing that. But Sunday's game is not going to be easy. And I'm not sure who I'm picking yet. I got to really do more of a deep dive again on it. But Baltimore's good, and they're good at home. I like the fact that the Ravens are coming back from overseas and could be a little bit jet-lagged, kind of getting out of there you know, routine a little bit, but you know, we know this too. If it's a close game, Baltimore's got the best kicker in the league. We saw it, unfortunately, up close and personal two years ago at Ford field. So that's a factor too, but I just think this is going to be low scoring physical and uh, not easy for either team. And the way the lions run defense is playing and being the only team in the league to not allow hundred yards, I do think that'll continue this week, too. I do. Uh, when J.K. Dobbins went down with an injury, which seems like it happens every year, 
that really stunted the growth of that Ravens run game. Um, they're not running the ball the way they want to, but of course they've got the quarterback that can make plays that sometimes are not designed runs. So something to look forward to this weekend. So Kevin O'Striker locked on Ravens tomorrow. Uh, we'll check in with Noah from Baltimore on Friday. Got a lot more to do this week right here on Lockdown Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen. Thank you for watching us on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do that as well. And we are back again tomorrow.